heard of it, but that didn't matter. The road headed downhill towards the river. It must take him directly onto embankment. Alan walked on. The street was old, lots of serene Georgian buildings. The drizzle was still falling. The first hint of a spring morning was bluing the sky above the ancient chimney tops. There wasn't a soul around. And then he heard it. A noise. But not just a noise. It sounded like... A groan. A human groan, but somehow clogged or distorted. Weird. Had he imagined it? Alan checked the pavements, the doorways, the windows. The little side street was still deserted. All the buildings around here were offices, or very old houses converted into offices. Who could be here at this time of night? A junkie? A homeless guy? Was it some old drunk lying in a gutter down there in the shadows? Alan opted to ignore it. That's what you did if you were a Londoner. You ignored. Your life was hassled enough in this huge, frenetic, and bewildering city without adding to your daily stress by investigating odd groans at night. And besides, Alan was drunk. He was imagining it. And then he heard it again, distinct. A terrible, chilling moan of someone in pain. It almost sounded like someone saying, Help! Except the word came out as, Help! What the fuck was that? Alan sweated. He was scared now. He didn't want to know what kind of person, what kind of thing, could make a sound like that. And yet he had to find out. All his moral reflexes were telling him to help. As he stood in the gentle rain, he thought of his mum what she would say. She would tell him he had no choice. It was the moral imperative. Someone is in pain, therefore you help. He looked left. The voice seemed to come from a row of old Georgian houses with dark purple bricks and elegant old windows. One of the houses had a sign up at the front, a wooden placard shining with rain in the lamplight. The Benjamin Franklin Museum. He had no proper idea who Benjamin Franklin was, some yank, a writer or something. But that didn't really matter. He was fairly sure the moan was coming from this house, because the door was open. At 5 a.m. on a Saturday morning, Alan could see a dim light beyond the half-open door. He clenched his fists once, then twice. Then he went to the door and pushed. It swung wholly open. The hall beyond was quiet. There was a till in the corner, a table stacked with leaflets, and a sign that read, Video Presentation This Way. The hall was illuminated barely by some nightlights. The museum seemed undisturbed. The door was open, but the interior was perfectly still. It didn't look like the scene of a robbery. <coughs> there it was again, the curdling groan and this time it was plainly apparent where it came from. The basement. Alan felt the talons of fear grasp his heart, but he stifled his nerves and walked determinedly to the end of the hall, where a side door led to some descending wooden stairs. Alan creaked his way down them and stepped into a low cellar room. A bare bulb hung from the ceiling. The light was soft but bright enough. He gazed about. The room was unexceptional, apart from one thing. 
A corner of the floor had been recently and comprehensively dug up. The earth was turned over, to leave a big black hole going down a metre or more into the dark London soil. It was then that Alan saw the blood. He couldn't not notice it. The big, sticky stain was vivid and scarlet, and spattered over something very white, a pile of whiteness. What was this whiteness? Feathers? Swan feathers? What? Alan walked over and prodded the whiteness with the toe of his shoe. It was hair. Human hair, maybe. A pile of shaved white human hair. And the blood was spattered luridly across the top, like cherry sauce on lemon sorbet, like a sheep's miscarriage in the snow. <coughs> the groan was very close now. It was coming from the room next door. Alan fought back his fears one last time.